Hey everyone, if you guys want to see our beautiful faces, go ahead and head over to twitch.com slash daydreamermedia every Monday and Wednesday night. We are live answering you guys' questions, fantasy football, and life questions. So go ahead and head over there, follow us, hit that notification bell so that way you guys never miss whenever we go live. Welcome into the fantasy you even get daydreamers. There. I'm sorry, one second. What was the dance move you were doing there? Was that the violin? Yeah, it's the violin. That's the violin in the back? I don't know what it is. Ian, play the music again real quick. That's the violin? I am musically impaired, bro. I don't know none of it. <laughs> it's if it was up to play, me, bro. Play the violin down here, too. You were, you were honed by your neck or nothing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if it was up to me, bro, it would be all flute. It'd be one hundred percent flute the entire time. Oh. It's not. I am JJ. Order. This is the Fantasy Daydreamers podcast. That is Ryan with me. What's up, guys? The Twitter's R O K K O Daydreamer. And if you want me to play hot crust buttons on the recorder, <laughs> come check out our live. <laughs> Now you got to. Back in the day, boy. Oh, hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody of all denominations. Oh my goodness, it is so great to be here. And you know, it's the holiest, jolliest of seasons. And if you want to see, if you want to be warmed up by my tweets about the fantasy footballs and all the goings-ons during the weekends and the, the men hitting each other and causing brain damage and physical injuries. But here are my humorous takes on that. You have to go. Well, you must go to the Twitters at Daydreamer Keone. You guys can follow me at JJ Daydreamers. You guys can also follow the show at FF Daydreamers on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Grow that audience. Tell your friends. We like, uh, we like whenever people tell their friends. Let's get into some news. I thought you were going to say something different. Just like, we like money. Yeah. We like, <laughs> no, we like an audience. Ah, uh, that's, that's we true. We like followers. Yes. We like friends. <gasps> yeah. Family. That's what you guys are. Become fellow daydreamers. And you know, we're like that cool uncle. Bro, you know, ask the bro five bucks from you. That's all it is. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what I figured. All right. Titans wide receiver Traylon Burks left early with a head injury. Nasty, nasty hit that the Eagles delivered there to Traylon Burks. Uh, caught the touchdown. Somehow he held on to that ball. His muscles just, I don't know, spasmed or something. But yeah, I hope he's okay. <laughs> I thought it was muscle memory. Like, ah, I hold maybe. on to the ball. Yeah. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson left early with a knee injury. He is considered day to day, week to week by uh, John Har- coach head coach John Harbaugh. Uh, I don't think we're expecting him to play this week. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So it'll be Tyler Huntley. 
Oh, he might come up later. Oh. Oh. Packers oh, running back. Since I, sorry, yeah. I have a question. Is, is Mark Andrews still a top five tight end, or just move him down a little bit? No, I'm still playing no, he'll, top five. Yeah. Gotcha. Hun, Hunley's still uh, targeted in a bunch. In so. a ton, I know. Yeah. Just reinsurance. That's all it is. We're getting the you know top five tight end locked in. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about Mark Andrews, and I think that's all you play there in Baltimore. Packers running back Aaron Jones left for a little with a shin injury, but was able to return. They are going into their bye, so hopefully he'll be able to return after the bye. Uh, AJ Dillon came in and looked pretty good. Finally ran the ball pretty well in uh, Aaron Jones' absence. Getting a little hot. He's getting a little hot. Played well versus the Eagles, too. Mm-hmm. Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence suffered a leg injury. He was able, able to return after halftime, though. So uh, getting an MRI on that knee, we'll have to keep an eye on uh, what happens to Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, they it looked like they twisted him up like a pretzel. It was nasty. Yeah, it looked, if you look at it, it looked like he was done for the day, probably the season. And mm. then all of a sudden, halftime, and he's he's back out there. He's, got uh, some young legs. Yeah, I guess so. Got Aaron Rodgers, that, doctor, over there. If that's anyone older than, like, you know, 35, 30, they ain't coming back you, to tell you that right now. How old are you? Anyone older than that? <laughs> Broncos wide receiver Cortland Sutton left early with a hamstring injury, was not able to return. Usig. Yeah. Broncos offense. Usig? Yeah. <laughs> 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo was carted to the locker room, broke his left ankle. It's going to be then. Oh, you're right. It is his, it is his foot. It was initially thought to be an ankle, but it was his foot. Um, that's going to be it for his season. He's, he's done. So, Mr. Irrelevant. Mark Purdy will be taking the over offense. at quarterback. Sorry. I would, I would say this for offense. This makes me more scared for the week to week, uh, game plan. I have to assume like we're going to see more games where I, you can kittle. Or or one week it won't be Debo well, that will be fe- won't be featured. You're talking about two mouth too many mouths to feed. Well, now you got a shaky guy mm. who's trying to feed them. So I, I'm not 100. I actually um, don't hate it. Hate it for Christian McCaffrey or Debo, just because those are the real athletes where he doesn't have to really throw them the ball to get them the ball. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree with that too. Meanwhile, Kittle is a great blocker. So, you know, whenever you have a third string quarterback, maybe your tight end blocks a little more. So I, I really don't like it for Kittle at all. And then Ayuk is more of a down the field guy. So I, as he was finally coming into, you know, real relevance here for fantasy, I, I'm staying away from him now, but I don't hate it for Debo or, or CMC. I think it just limits Devo's ceiling. Oh, it limits all of them for sure, but, but I, do, I just don't hate it. You know. Chris McCaffrey's played with, I mean, Baker Mayfield. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. Let's just talk about that. The Panthers are expected to release quarterback Baker Mayfield. 
do they reunite the pair of Christian McCaffrey and Baker Mayfield? That's the question. Does he does Shanahan take the plunge and go with Baker? Uh, so they have there. He's on waivers until next Tuesday, and I believe the 49ers are pretty low on that waiver list. So basically, does that mean? Teams, whoever's pri- highest priority gets a pick at him, and then after Tuesday, it's like free agency. Yeah, he gets okay. free agency yeah. after that. Okay, um, but you have to take, but you have to take his contract, whatever it is at that. If point. you pick it's like one point three million, I think. Yeah, yeah. If you pick yeah. him up in waivers, you have to take his contract, and he, you're not signing him as a free agent. Uh, the Forty ers also signed Josh Johnson, um, so probably just be cool, back. Cool. Okay. Bengals tight end Hayden Hurst left early with a right calf injury. Just a streaming option gone there. Yeah. Sucks. Uh, Seahawks running back Kenneth Walker left early after severing a, a foot sprain. I mean, had a couple of touches. Had be cautious. Yeah. That's what he gets for yelling Is at Geno Smith. <laughs> what did he hurt earlier this year? That's remember uh, where he started? Well, like Penny started. I cannot mm-hmm. remember. What was his injury in the beginning of the season? Like in training camp. I think it was a leg, oh, though. I should look this up. Right? Yeah. I feel like you're right. All right, Ian. Come on. I know you work on it, buddy. I trust you. <laughs> Best uh, producer in the game. <laughs> so, yeah. Kenneth Walker uh, left early. We'll we'll see. Keep an eye out on on uh, reports coming out for him. Dolphins wide receiver Jalen Waddle was banged up with a leg injury. He did return, but was very limited. Tough going against the Chargers. He says he's mm. going to be ready, and this is just part of playing football. You guys mm. trust Jalen Waddle? Yeah, I I think he could have had a big game too. Just kind of missing him. Yeah, he was a little off in that game. It was just got hurt, but it was frustrating. You know, you'd you'd want to see your guys do well, but they were going up against a great defense um, in the 49ers. And but the Chargers are a better defense to go against. They can still be stingy, but I I think they'll, you know, they'll find openings against this Chargers defense deep. All right. And last little bit of news. Odell Beckham visited the Cowboys on Monday. So. At the, at the, the Mavericks game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, the dick sucking for Odell is incredible. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, guys. The Odell clock, the Odell watch is on. Where does he sign? Michael Gallup yeah. came back from a torn ACL and just got good. <laughs> week <laughs> 13 go. in the NFL yeah. season. Yeah. Odell's supposed to be good the first week he returns, guys. Hey, settle down, man. <laughs> And oh Kenneth goodness. Walker, he was dealing with a, a groin injury earlier in the season. Great Thank, job, Ian. Thanks, producer Ian. Yep. Appreciate it. All right, that'll do it for the news. Let's move on to Week 13 Awards. All right, so this first award is a random player with a huge performance this is the Where With Who Award. You been where? Where who? So, oh, 
So I got Cam Akers. I mean, the real winner of this award is Cam Akers. It's like, yeah, that was a great pick by you. <laughs> Thank you. The motherfucker has been gone. Irrelevant for so, so long. So coming into the season, there was no way that Cam Akers could win this award. He had around 4 ADP <laughs> coming into the season. As a fantasy football community, we thought that this was Cam Akers' backfield with Daryl Henderson, the, the backup there. But Sean McVay had different plans. There was a lot of disgruntlement and talks about Cam Akers and this Rams organization and will he, won't he be traded and, and will he or won't he even play on the team anymore? Well, the NFL trade deadline came and went and Cam Akers remained on the Rams. And even more wild is they surprised us and released Daryl Henderson after the trade deadline. So Cam Akers, week 13. I mean, he hasn't been inside the top 24 running backs all season. Averaging just 8.3 touches for 30.8 yards. Well, he finally got a majority of the rushing attempts uh, in week 13, seeing over 50% of the rushing attempts and over 85% of the total running back touches on the week. Had 60 yards on the ground and scored two touchdowns. Finished as a running back seven on the week because of that two-touchdown day. I don't think Akers is anywhere near a must-start, probably not even a start with the way this Rams offense is. But in week 13, Cam Akers, he was what he what we thought he was at the beginning of the season. <clears throat> I'm going to go. Uh, I got to try and find something positive to get out of this, <laughs> this Colts game. <laughs> um so I'm going to go hear with them during the victory lap. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go with, with Alec Pierce, um, you know, in this terrible, horrible, no good performance by the Colts um, this past week on Sunday night in front of the entire country. Um, he was the shining glimmer that golden piece of corn in the glorious turd that was the Colts, you know, game this week versus the Cowboys. Um, he, we've seen moments of greatness from him, but, and promise, but as of late, he has been lying dormant, much like it seems like a lot of the Colts talent, unfortunately. Um, since week six, he hasn't had a fantasy performance above 10 points and has finished outside the top 40 in each of those weeks. However, this week was different. He was a top 20 wide receiver, getting four catches on eight targets for 86 yards, the most of his career. Um, and he found his way, most importantly, into the end zone. Yay. So if you happen to, I guess, forget about, forget about him being on your team, or you just haven't looked at your lineup in the past six weeks for half of the season, because you were done after week six or whatever, then it worked out for you. Alec Pierce <laughs> did a great, had a great game. Um, so yeah, at least something positive came out of silver linings from this just, it's embarrassing Colts Colts performance. Yeah. And it wasn't like it was garbage time for Alec Pierce necessarily. Mm -hmm. He scored his touchdown earlier, early on in the game. So, 
My where with who? Winner is Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yes, the Chris Evans, not who played Captain, Captain America. America. Chris ah. Evans, the running back, who scores a game-winning touchdown for the Bengals. If you know, guess how many targets he got in that game? One, one reception. That was his touchdown. He had four targets all season, but that one touchdown made him above guys like Alvin Kamara, Jeff Wilson Jr. Derrick Henry. Realistically, he outscored Michael Pittman. That's a whole different position, but I'm calling out there just to roast him. <laughs> team. I'm sorry. <laughs> Van Jefferson. I'm just looking at people who played this week. But basically, Chris Evans. You throw George Pickens basically in that stole, mix. Huh? George, throw George Pickens in that mix. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll, we'll get to him. Chris Evans stole the touchdown from P. Ryan to make his game absolutely elite and stole my heart for having more points than Derrick Henry so I can roast Derrick Henry some more. So Cam Akers, Alec Pierce, and Chris Evans, you guys are this week's Where With Who Award winners. So this next award, a player who had the perfect matchup and still did not get the job done. This is the You're Not That Guy Pal Award. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. Okay. Nick Chubb, one of the most dynamic running backs in the NFL versus the worst rushing defense this season. The Houston Texans. Just god-awful against, against the running back. And Nick Chubb, well, like I said, one of the best running backs. And if you look at the box score, it doesn't look too terrible. 17 carries for 80 yards on the ground. But this is only the second week all season he's finished outside the top 24 running backs, finishes the running back 31. And for Deshaun Watson's first game back against his old team, this offense looked terrible, 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 terrible. Like, they just couldn't get anything going. Their defense is the reason they won this game. Nick Chubb suffered because of it. Like, why would you not just hand this man the ball over and over more than 17 times? Because, well, Deshaun Watson was spiking the ball at the ground. But they didn't. And Nick Chubb, you just you had a great matchup, but just didn't get anything done. The Chubb train went off the tracks in this game. Why did you say it was such like a deep voice? I don't know. <laughs> Went off the tracks. <laughs> you gotta like do something to a bit or something. You gotta uh, do yeah. a little you gotta do a little ASMR. I don't know. Oh. Liam Neeson from taking. <laughs> what have we done with with Nick Chubb? <laughs> um so a guy who uh, awful, awful. Another guy who, like we, this great matchup. They're bottom five defense versus the position. But th- this guy almost tried to get a goose egg, but, you know, <laughs> did just the bare minimum to not is George Pickens. You know, not as prolific as Nick Chubb, but still doing pretty good this year. Um, but the Falcons, yeah, yeah, are just like a bottom five versus. Receivers give up a ton of passing yards. 
and nearly seven more fantasy points per game to the position than the rest of the league. Uh, he finished with one catch for two yards. <laughs> you can't do that. You like you can't have you know this guy be a solid flex option and put up either seven or point seven or one point two. Neither are good. You know this was supposed you're in standard. Ooh. Uh, right? Oh my god! <laughs> it's even worse. This was supposed to be, you know, a layup of all layups, and he just threw it into the stands, hitting like some shot right there. <laughs> hitting some rich old lady in the third row with her forty dollar wine glass, make that go flying all over her yappy purse dog. You know, it's just frustrating and not what you want from a normally reliable guy. You know, not necessarily wide receiver two, but you'd think he'd be a th- solid flex option at least. But no. Apparently not. All right. I told you all last week, a bold prediction. That was pretty bold. I thought of it in the moment. Under 50 rushing yards and no rushing touchdown. And guess what fucking happened? The man who you are not who you think you are this week for me, Derrick Henry. King of the winner. Well, guess what? It's December, baby. You didn't do shit, boy. 38 total yards. Nothing. Could it longest rushing yard, rushing, uh, gain was six yards. Coming against the Eagles defense where people saying, run on him, run on him, run on him. Yeah. Washington did it. I get it. They held the ball. They only averaged like four yards of carry. Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, they performed well. Jonathan Taylor, the first drive, performed well. But I knew it. I knew it in my heart. Derrick Henry wasn't going to be the guy last week. I told you guys in the bold prediction. And he wasn't. It's a victory lap, baby. <laughs> so this here is the victory lap, and I'm leaving. <laughs> I told Ian before, well, you know, that's great job. Me and him, one, two connections, Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> So Nick Chubb, George Pickens, and Derek Henry, you guys are this week's You're Not That Guy Pal Award winners. <laughs> this last award is the play of the week that got you screaming, damn, at your TV. This is the damn award. Damn! And I got Devontae Adams for this award. Now, there's a couple different plays I could choose from here. Was it the touchdown where he just ran past the Chargers defender, caught the ball, falling down, just had a step on him? Just a great, great play. Snack cheese, just great touchdown. Or or maybe the flea flicker where he just ran by confused defenders. Easy touchdown for him there. I mean... The man was the wide receiver one on the week, third time in six weeks that he's been the wide receiver one. But I'm going to go ahead and pick a play that didn't even count. A one-handed snag on the sideline by Devontae Adams. Just couldn't keep the feet in bounds. I have no clue how he caught the ball. Just an amazing one-handed grab by one of the best wide receivers in the league. It was amazing. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. This man, I mean... Not even Stickum could help him because, damn, that shit was dirty. 
I also love how like the announcers on that flea flicker were just like, how do people still get beat by the flea flicker? <laughs> and it's Josh just like, Jacobs is a really good running back. That's, that's the chargers for you. Um, I'm going to go with a guy who's been just set breaking records, you know, in the NFL setting all time performances. It's Justin Fields. He had another big touchdown run and it's just like he's back and it's like there he is and he's gone um on he makes a difference on this field like justin fields on the field makes a difference for the bears granted aaron Rodgers still owns the bears but he is such a dynamic player who adds so much dimension to a desolate wasteland of a team that is the chicago he ran for a 55-yard touchdown run, which makes him the first quarterback since Johnny Lujak, I guess, in 1950, also from the Bears, to have six games in a row with a rushing touchdown. But he is the only quarterback in NFL history to have three rushing touchdowns over of over 50 yards at all. Nobody in their entire career at quarterback has had three touchdowns of over 50 yards. He's done it in less than a month. That's stupid impressive. And he's just a little, just a little bit good, but it had me going. Damn. My damn award goes to Tua and the Dolphins for that very first play, scoring the 75 yard touchdown to Trent Surfield. That play was crazy because I literally just got the chicken nuggets out the air fryer, getting ready to eat lunch with Cam. I look at the TV. Bam. And I was like, oh, damn, we got a game. And then they didn't score for like literally forever after that. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, they didn't score touchdowns until the fourth quarter. But that first, that first play, I was like, oh, shit. It's getting lit in here. I mean, it didn't get that lit, but it was a good game. You know, it was all right. Sure. Uh, so, Devontae Adams, Justin Fields, and that first play from the Miami Dolphins offense. You guys are this week's damn award winners. <laughs> you know, I almost put Justin Fields for mine, too, just because, it's, damn, those those runs are so impressive. And the fact that Christian Watson has just been going off as well, just scoring touchdowns every think, single week. Them going against each other was just like, damn, bro. I think he tied Randy Moss's four-game record for touchdowns. I think it's eight in four games. So that's that's good company to be a part of. Yeah, definitely. Let's move on to our waiver wire. So who is someone 45% or less roster you will be adding this week? You know, looking at the notes for the first time, we all have the same guy here. Michael Gallup. Uh, he looks good again. Looks like the Mac Gallup before. I mean, we saw this kind of slow progression throughout the season uh, where he was, you know, slow getting targets. Things slowly started making plays. Well, last week or yeah, uh, Sunday he scores two touchdowns. I could see this happening. The Odell mix is a little weird because I think they're going to be forced to give him targets if they do end up signing him. But I think the Gallup will still be the number two there. Um, 
efficient offense, I think that it's CD and then whoever Dak is feeling more Gallup or Schultz because Schultz kind of struggled that this game doesn't matter because also Narcs had a a goose egg so Keanu keeps adding to the fucking lead but uh, <laughs> uh, the worst bet I've ever made uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah I love Michael Gallup runs a lot of routes good wide receiver always thought he was good and um, he's showing that yeah um Three out of the past four games, he's had seven or more targets. Um, you know, he has good games, either with yards or gets in the end zone. Um, they face Houston, then Jacksonville, tough Eagles game, then week 17 versus the Titans. That's a good matchup. So he's really on the border of that 40, uh, borderline of that 45%. So, you know, get get him now and you can put him in. And yeah, a few I was, was kind of surprised. Games. I was yeah. kind of surprised. That's a little. I thought it's a little lower than I thought for sure. Mm. Yeah, it's unanimous. Michael Gallup, forty-four point one percent, just barely made that cut. Uh, yeah, everything. I mean, you guys already nailed it. Number two, Zonovan Knight. Uh, for me, uh, good running back. I thought he played well versus the Vikings. The Vikings defense isn't a great defense. The Jets kind of. I mean, the Jets are impressive after a slow start, you know, and. I think even when Michael Carr comes back, it could be the one-two punch of him and Zonovan Knight. And um, I just like the production there. I don't know when Michael Carr is supposed to come back, but uh, I don't think this is a one-week play. I think there's a possibility where it could be a little bit more, especially if his offense keeps rolling the way it was rolling. I mean, I think they had like over 400 yards in that game. They just couldn't get in the end zone. So. Yeah, I got Zonovan Knight as my uh, second player as well. Uh, who knows what happens with Michael Carter when he comes back? He's not done for the season, so I do expect him to come back. But, uh, Zonovan Knight keeps running like this. He's going to work himself into a role. I mean, they play he at good, Buff- man. He looked, yeah, yeah, he good. looked really good. They play at Buffalo this week. So, uh, probably staying away there, but then Detroit, Jacksonville, Seattle. Uh, if Michael Carter doesn't come back, that's, that's not too bad of a, of a lineup there for, for Zonovan Knight. No, that, that, that's great. He's, he's probably the clear number two, but I wanted to, my, I didn't have Zonovan night, but you know, to give you guys, to give people options, but yeah, that, those, those fantasy championships or playoffs matchups are great. And he's also had two, like his past two games, he's gotten over a hundred scrimmage yards in each of those. So that's, that's great. Um, but the running back I will go with, um, is James Cook. You know, it's 25.3% rostered. He's been getting a decent amount of of volume the past few weeks, you know, two out of the past three games, he's had 11 or more carries. Um, And in this last game, he also got some passing works and six receptions. He had his first hundred yard game with 105 total yards from scrimmage. He's got some tough matchups coming up, but if you need a running back who can, you know, get good amount of volume, he might, he might be good. He might be a good option for you. You know, rookie, rookie guy that they seem to like to go to. And this is a run heavy team at times. So you never know. You got to get a guy who can, you can stream if you have injuries or, or whatnot, you know, cause running backs are, is a thin position. So James cook. Yeah. And he, he looks good, man. Mm-hmm. And, and to be on the bills, if Singletary did get hurt as a number one guy, I think it'd be, it'd be massive. Yeah, he's looking better than he did earlier in the season, for sure. 
uh, my last guy, uh, especially to be a quarterback here. Um, I kind of hinted at it earlier. Lamar is out if he's out, or if you need another guy. Daniel Jones going against the Eagles defense. I understand Daniel Jones isn't a great quarterback. I wouldn't even consider him a good quarterback. Last week he had twelve rush attempts for seventy-one yards. Um, it's kind of the first time in a minute they use his legs a lot. And the thing about the Eagles is he averages almost 200 uh, passing yards, a touchdown, and 50 rushing yards. Uh, last four games, or his only four games, really, uh, 26 on three attempts, 92 on four attempts, uh, 64 on nine attempts, and third uh, 30 yards on nine attempts. Last game wasn't great, but they always get him on the QB run. I don't know what it is about Daniel Jones, especially in New York. He just plays well. He's beaten the Eagles the last two times. Or sorry, yeah, last two times they played. Two of the last three times they played. I just something about him. He plays well against the Eagles. I, I would take him as a streamer. I think he uses the legs. This is a bit huge game for the Giants. Like I don't know. There's just something about that guy. It is. It's just something about him, Brad. Just versus the Eagles, that dude could, could have multiple picks in a row. Plays shitty versus four different teams. He plays versus the Eagles. This guy turns into prime Mike Vick. Uh, <laughs> true, true. Uh, just hopefully he, he stays upright and holds on to the ball. Uh, no, hopefully. I hope he doesn't. You know, <laughs> I hope, I hope he doesn't. I'm telling you this. Oh, this I think is he the does. reverse jinx. I, but, you. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you, Brad, you know. You've been doing it with Deontay Johnson and the Steelers all year. I decided, you know what? Let me drop it here. All right. My last guy is going to be DJ Dallas, running back for the Seattle Seahawks. Who knows what's happening with Ken Walker? Uh, If he does miss time, I think DJ Dallas will be the the main workhorse there. But you could also go at the pizza man, Tony Jones Jr., if you wanted to, because I think they'll be splitting time there. Um, so they got Carolina this week, uh, not the easiest matchup, but not a terrible matchup. So, uh, and you know, Pete Carroll, he does everything through the ground. So, uh, even if he needs a package there the next day, he's not taking air. He's going ground. Uh, respect so, it. D- I know. I'm scared of heights. That's why. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what it is. I um, want wait, question. Yeah. If you victory lap, no, sorry, yeah. If you victory lap, DJ Dallas, are you gonna have Ian play go DJ because that's my DJ? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I have the real on dynasty. I have him on the dynasty team, and that's his nickname on my team. It's a DJ. That's my DJ. Yeah, zero point five percent rostered, and Tony Jones, the Pizza Man Junior, is zero percent rostered. So both widely available out there in pretty much all leagues. You'll know when it comes to Tony Jones, <laughs> whatever the job, sanitation, pizza, construction, he gets the job done. Don't worry about it. Don't ask any questions. <laughs> um, but, you know, if you need a streaming a quarterback, you know, because Lamar Jackson is injured, <laughs> let it go. With his backup. Look at Tyler Hundley. 0.3% rostered. 
Um, he came in for an injured Lamar Jackson, who is probably going to not play in this upcoming game. He led them to a win over a tough Broncos defense. Granted, they only scored 10 points total, but still, the Denver defense is pretty tough. Um, they faced the Pittsburgh Steelers this week in a huge, big implication matchup for the Ravens. Um, since they are tied with the Bengals, I think they're both eight and four. So this is divisional lead, that pivotal, you know, division game. Um, win could go a long way for towards a playoff spot. Um, you know, Huntley's probably going to play. He's certainly capable. You know, he had 200 total yards, um, but he also had a rushing touchdown. So that's very helpful. Um, you know, I think he can do okay versus a not great Pittsburgh defense, um, you know, versus the the quarterback. So you need a stream. If you need streaming quarterback and you get Tyler Huntley. All right, so is there anyone who couldn't make your list because they're over 45% rostered, but you'd be looking to add first? So this might be not popular, but I'm going to say Cam Akers. I know defenses are going to tee up on the run because who else is whatever his name is, who's now the the quarterback because Matthew Stafford's on IR or who's been the quarterback. I don't even know his name. Um, Who is he going to throw to? Okay, great. Wolford, <laughs> he's got who, like, no. So, I mean, he, and even though teams know that, he's still getting a good amount of, of volume. So, I think volume is good for a running back. And, you know, if he can find the end zone, that's even better. So, I, I still say Cam Akers, just as an insurance policy, you know, just to have him in case, you know, stuff goes bad at your running back positions down the line. Isaiah Bashenko for me, uh, good chiefs running back. He's only 60%, 64% roster. It should be a hundred percent. He's looking better every week. Yeah. This week. Yep. I was able to, I was deciding between him and Joe Mixon at a, you know, earlier in this week and then, or last week and Monday more or Sunday morning. It's like, Oh, all right. Gets put Pacheco in and it worked out. I would also say one thing, sorry. Uh, if you're done with your buys, right? If you have now and they know I'm like, knowing I'm buying next week, it is now time, or if they are not important, it is now time to get all of these handcuffed running backs on your team for players. Like, you know, P, I have P. Ryan. I picked him up in two, like, multiple leagues a couple weeks ago just to have him, just in case something happened to Joe Mixon. Something did happen, concussion, crazy. Now I got two great weeks out of him. We see, you know, multiple running backs go down every week. Kenneth Walker, all these guys. Be early on this. You know, yeah. I have Zemir White because I have Josh Jacobs. Is, I'm not even sure if Zemir White's a true backup, but I'd rather <laughs> have one running back as a backup than, you know, uh, no one. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that kind of leads into me, AJ Dillon. Yeah. Just 66% rostered. We saw it happen this week. Where Aaron Jones goes down, he's not completely knocked out, but he's done. And AJ, uh, AJ Dillon really took over. 18 carries, 93 yards, had a mean touchdown run. Uh, and like Ryan said, they're going into their body, so he's not like, you have to go get him. But if you have Aaron Jones, go get him. Because he, sh- he needs to be rostered. He is a premier backup in the NFL. And so yes. You guys should be rostering him in for, for uh, fantasy. 
these insurance policy running backs are, are good gets. Like another example, Alexander Madison also. So Dalvin Cook had a touchdown. So did Alexander Madison. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Leonard Fournette. Great one. Yeah. <laughs> Came out hard in the second half. Oh. <laughs> it's crazy. I actually was doing the same thing with Joe Mixon, Keone, and the only player I could get in was. Not Isaiah Pacheco, but Jared McKinnon, who also touchdown. So perfect, you know. She's running backs. All great examples of insurance policy running backs that work out. So, who are you guys dropping this week? I am dropping a player who (laughs) should be ashamed to call themselves a football tight end in the NFL. Another another goose egg this week. Just letting down the hopes of the fans and everybody, you know, in the fantasy world. I'm, of course, speaking of the utter disaster that is Dawson Knox. I shudder even saying his name, you know, to to think of, of speaking those words and just what it brings and what they mean. Um, but, yeah, I just got to vacate him from my team have nothing to do with him because why would I want anything to do with him, be associated with him in any way? <laughs> so Dawson Knox is the player that I am cutting. I'm dropping James Robinson. 63.9% rostered. Uh, just not worth it. Like we talked about uh, night. Early as an ad, I think James Robinson is a drop. Seven, seven touches three weeks ago was a healthy scratch last week. And then just this past week, four total touches for 10 yards. Uh, just not getting any work. It's just not worth rostering him. I'm sorry, I'm trying to look at Keone's roster and a lot of you had to make fun of someone that's on his team. <laughs> It's a good team. Thank you. I've been second. Give me, give me, keep buying it. Keep buying time. JJ. All right. Um, so while Ryan tries to do that, you guys can you find know what, all. Uh, fuck you, Keanu. You're the one playing Dawson Knox. <laughs> you know what? I agree. You should cut him too. Yeah. I, yeah, I didn't, but maybe I didn't realize. You keep playing him, huh? I didn't Sometimes realize. also cut Mike Evans. You know why? Because since you traded, he's been ass. That's huh? true. No, they, he, or uh, George Pickens or, um, yeah. George Pickens has uh, is, is, is been good. It's just this week was bad. Um, I should have played Greg Dulcich this week, but I don't, mm. yeah, that would have been much better. Fancy, I still, still would have lost, uh, yeah. That Dulcich and Gabbana, as you say. Uh, Henderson Jr., who had zero. So he was out. He didn't even play. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want more content like this, head over to our website, fantasydaydreamers.com. Good team. It's hard, it's, hard to, it's hard to make fun of them about that. One. Hey, we're the top two teams in the league. So yeah, you know, great job, buddy. Mm. Well, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok <laughs> at FF Daydreamers. Come hang out with us on Twitch, twitch.com slash daydreamer media every Monday and Wednesday night where you guys can watch us record this podcast live for you and even hang out before and after for a little bit. Uh, YouTube, daydreamer media. Go ahead and follow, subscribe there. Uh, so that way you guys can watch us if if you miss the twitches. Anything else you guys got to plug? Um, have have a, a a great 
um, holiday shopping. Uh, you know, I, that's probably your holiday shopping. Exactly. You know, whether it's eight crazy nights or one super big night morning day, do the shopping capitalism. Get out to those malls and stay dreaming. Stay dreaming. Dreaming.